Audio Gyan with Kedar Nimkar, a podcast that documents insightful conversations with Indian designers, artists, musicians, writers, thinkers, and creatives of all types. Catch us on iTunes or visit audiogyan.com for more Gyan sessions. Here's your host, Kedar Nimkar. Welcome to a brand new episode of Audio Gyan Case Studies, a series that I've started recently, where I deep dive into one topic, case study, campaigns, and more. Today I have Anirudh Mehta with us on AudioGAN, the designer behind Sacred Games title sequence. The designer is inspired by basic shapes in nature and simple mathematical and design rules. He is the founder of Studio Big Fat, an independent design studio based out of Mumbai. Anirudh has been playing along with shapes and creating digital artwork for quite some time now. And today we are here to discuss the case study of Sacred Games title sequence for which Anirudh has been an instrumental part. So thank you Anirudh for giving us your time and it's a real pleasure to have you on audio again. Thanks Kedar I'm glad happy to be here. Yeah. So as I mentioned uh, yeah we'll this case study is mainly to understand what went behind yeah. the title sequence of uh, Secret Games because it's quite uh, rich in its nature uh, and I've come up with like few questions and let's see how Yeah uh, let's answer, let's yeah. dive in. So what was the brief like I mean uh, did you do any uh background study on the scriptures uh, how how was the brief given to you from aditya or the production house and uh, what was the overall process like so i was actually approached um, by yashoda parthasarthi and vijesh rajan they um, run a studio called plexus motion mm-hmm. uh they are basically vfx artists so they have worked with phantom a bunch of times before uh, in fact the gangs of vasepur title sequence was also done by them okay and uh, So they were approached to do the VFX and I think the title sequence for uh, Sacred Games and because so there was the brief had uh, like mandalas incorporated and we, they had to like use this sort of mandala design that's mm. kind of where uh, the brief started from mm. and they immediately thought of me and uh, that's how I came on board mm. no but your work which I have seen at least on Instagram yeah. uh, doesn't reflect mandala <laughs> so i think it's because i do this uh, i do this work for this other record label in new delhi called kila records so a lot of that work is also this sort of concentric line work and like uh, geometry that's built from like minimal uh, shapes and it's it's basically a lot of like concentric designs mm-hmm. so i think because of that people have uh, associated my work to that kind of uh, a space as well mm-hmm. so i think that's how But I mean that's at least what I think is because of that work uh, is how they uh, got me on board for this. Hmm. But do did they have some vision of that uh, their sacred games title has to be geometric or they had some vision of it or it was conceptualized by you? No so uh, in the show itself like there's a, a mandala which is like integral part of the storyline as well. Mhm. So they definitely wanted to use a mandala and so it did the conversation did start from there. So okay. bringing the mandala in was already a part of the that the, the conversation was already going on mm-hmm. and i stepped in after that okay to sort of construct it and uh, put piece it together i would like to tell the listeners uh, before like continuing with this show yeah. is that they should li- like w- read one nice uh, article on architecture digest, digest. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah it it laid down all the screenshots of the yeah. title sequence yes so what was the process like coming up with the first draft So when they had approached me um Yashoda and uh, Vijesh they had already done 
a decent amount of research the the show writer varun grohan grower had already coined the terms for each episode so that's something that we already had um, we had something to start with so the names were already defined you said yeah hmm. so the names were defined so we already had something to um, start from we had a starting point hmm. and of course we had to first crack the logo so there's a there's the main logo which is um, it's a sort of s and g intersecting monogram correct um so of course s and g is sacred games but it's also um it's also the names of uh, sartaj and gaitonde oh so it's so that's interlocking because it's about the story of the of of these two individuals mm-hmm. so we kind of cracked the logo and uh, the logo is supported by the main mandala which is also used in the show so i think once that main construction of the mandala was cracked then the design language i feel like was cracked and then the benchmark was kind of set and then everything else all the eight episodes which have their own mandala as well mm-hmm. once that design language was cracked it was easy to follow that benchmark mm-hmm. so it kind of laid the principles and the rules to construct all these other eight episode yeah. titles okay. yeah the sartaj and gaitondi was quite an insight yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was it was it intentional or was it in retrospective which you like connected a or? bit of both uh-huh. a bit of both mm-hmm. i mean the intention was to of course crack a monogram with s and g mm-hmm. and while we cracked it we uh, it came as like an afterthought we were like wow okay so it also works as sartaj and gaitondi mm-hmm. brilliant and why did you choose to go about going minimal route as opposed to because uh the mandala is more like a traditional indian style so you yeah. could have uh, anyways gone different routes like probably ethnic or yeah. much more indian culturally indian but uh so what was the process behind going it was it first of all intentional to go minimal route yeah. or is it because of your expertise or what was the well it's like? obviously also i mean mainly it's also because of my skill set and what i can bring to the table like i would probably not be able to construct a very um traditional looking mandala hmm. because that's not my style and that's not what something that I can do very well I'm sure somewhere else if they had to take on it hmm. they would have been able to do it and done a great job hmm. so mandala yeah we mean to say kundali kind of a thing right yeah I, it's basically just like a concentric geometric uh, circular pattern hmm. in like a very simple sort of breakdown uh, for anyone to sort of understand hmm. it's just in terms of like geometric form construction I'm speaking of hmm. so uh, personally i think also it was a it's a netflix show it's going to be aired internationally i definitely did not want to want to do like a very traditional obvious looking design language mm-hmm. so i wanted to keep it very clean minimal and uh, kind of sharp sharp looking the form um even like the balance of that negative space was very important yeah so i have a follow up question on that yeah. uh, like how did you manage to keep all the chapters artwork of the same family i mean all of them seem to be of a circular pattern yeah and with more or less same negative space and also uh, like varying degree of complexity so what were the major challenges while doing so because now that you have mentioned that all the eight names were predefined yeah so like can you tell us what the process was like The first part the first step was to crack the main mandala hmm. which kind of set the rules for everything else so if you look at the construction of each episode title hmm. unit they all have um, like for example um, hala hala has got a shell in the center hmm. atapi watapi has the two brothers in the center hmm. so we want to keep a balance between the meaning of the episode title hmm. along with sort of um, 
geometries that would sort of support it because the thing with like geometric forms and like these concentric shapes hmm. and units is that it can go very abstract hmm. all of them can like be completely abstract as well and then you there would not be like a there wouldn't be like a narrative so the idea was to kind of build a narrative and bring that out mm-hmm. through it mm-hmm. so so the smaller elements were probably the are all in the center correct mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. and then and then like everything is based around it like for example if you see atapi watapi it's the two brothers in the center mm-hmm. and then around it sort of use like uh, arrows and sort of arrows and daggers to construct the mandala around them mm-hmm. so it's it's almost like um, it's almost like the geometries are like supporting the story of the episode or of the rather of the title of the episode mm-hmm. and what you said in terms of constructing each mandala and keeping that consistency so i think even like things like like a line thickness that you sort of start with mm. so that line thickness you kind of keep consistent or even if you're jumping like for example um, if you used line thickness of 2 point mm. and then in certain uh, exteriors of the form then you'll use maybe like a 4 point but then when you use the 4 point line thickness it's like you have to use it very small because if you like use the 4 point line thickness and make those lines larger mm. as a circular unit around the entire thing there'll be too much weight on the outside correct it so will that, overpower that ha so the balance of the weight with these sort of uh, line variation thicknesses was very important and then once you kind of crack that then it just comes in the flow and like i mean for me I, it kind of just comes naturally because i've been doing this so i can kind of tell ke ha ye weight barabar hai mm-hmm. yeah or like over here it's looking thoda off it's looking thoda one side there's too much weight in the center of the unit as opposed to the exterior ring on the outside so that little weightage ka i think uh, with experience you kind of ca- can tell correct correct yeah. it's interesting i'm i'm very happy that you're trying to articulate in the yeah. because it's it's kind of a creative process and more uh yes it is mathematical but when you look at things very uh from a outsider perspective yeah. it's more of a gut feel that yes this yeah. is is this is i think it. a lot of it is gut feeling man like yeah. it definitely is a lot of gut feeling you can just look at it you can tell ha thoda weight wahan pe thoda zyada ho gaya hai or there's too much heaviness in the center hmm. so then little bit you just adjust it and it kind of works i think once it's done you kind of know it's it's done hmm. like but not, what kind of freedom you had uh so like i want to understand the process so uh-huh. you work on that creative yeah. uh one say one episode yeah. and then that goes for approval Correct. feedback or what what was the so process? in fact in in those terms it was it, it was very smooth so like i i sent a couple of uh logo units uh the first round was basically just cracking the logo hmm. and the look of the mandala hmm. so i mean i'd even attempted like some square units okay so there were there were the main mandala which is uh, it's a sacred games with the sg uh, monogram in the center and uh, there are eight episode ka each episode ka uh, icon iconography is around it mm-hmm. that's the main unit sacred games wala i'd also done that as a square version okay so where the mandala was kind of based the main form was like based around like a rectangular piece or like a square so mm-hmm. i'd also done all those so i think once everything I made the circular one and it, mm. everything kind of went very smoothly it got approved mm. and then after that we had to work on the episode titles correct and yeah somehow there wasn't so much back and forth it kind of just got approved yeah. luckily <laughs> that the credit goes to you for creating which well, is much more of me not just me it's me and the plexus team because <laughs> they we sat together and we built everything and we kind of uh, 
like i constructed it but it was with their help and like uh, their expertise because they definitely had more knowledge about um, about the hindu mythology aspect of it hmm. about the what each episode meant because when it first came to me i literally had no idea i'm like what are these words i have no idea like you all have to explain to me because i need if i'm going to construct this i need to know hmm. okay what does atapi batapi what's the story behind it correct correct uh anirudh i would like to ask you since all the artworks are with thin lines and intricate shapes yeah uh were there any constraints so as you mentioned two points four points were ha, there ha. any constraints while working on multiple mediums because first of all it will be shown on say holdings across bombay across yeah. the country yeah. uh then it will also be translated into mobile like phones a, yeah mobile tablets, phones smaller yeah. devices yeah. uh people watching on netflix so typically what happens is when you scale down the yeah. the very like 0.5 it's uh, lost thickness yeah it's lost so what were the challenges there and how did you manage to uh so usually i think these uh, problems more so like happen with print hmm. like in print when you like sort of use uh, let's say 0.25 is still visible but when you like go slightly lower sometimes in print that fine line gets lost hmm. with digital devices i feel like it's you are still able to see it because if you can see it on your screen on your mac while you're designing it hmm. it means you will be able to see it not necessarily on windows most likely so the way <laughs> probably yeah. not yeah <laughs> so what i do is uh, every time i've created a piece i'll quickly like airdrop it from my mac to my iphone hmm. and i'll just view it on my phone at like a really small size okay so so that way i'm always like keeping in check that like i'm I, i do always think about this as well like how is how is it going to be translated to different uh, devices and different sizes hmm. so for me at least i like transfer it to my phone really quickly while i'm doing it why maybe if i'm midway through it hmm. uh, and i'll just check it on my phone i'll resize it down and i'll see if it's still visible hmm. and uh, if it if it works then then i go ahead with it okay so most like but it was a closer feedback loop like within yourself only it was not yeah, yeah, no, actually no, no, no. going to print studios and getting no. it printed and stuff no no this was a closer thing hmm. i mean because i've worked with uh, this sort of line work before so i was kind of conf- i was confident from my end that that it will work mm-hmm. with uh, using certain uh, line weights and uh, stroke weights correct yeah interesting uh going further uh, yeah. <laughs> the different the complexity of each artwork for various chapters uh, keep increasing as you go along and this is what when i stumbled like it was not very evident while i was watching the tvs uh, watching the series huh. but when i was reading that article and going through other references i've seen like this is my observation that the complexity goes on increasing from the first to the eighth episode except for the sixth one i think pratakalpa which is slightly yeah. again slighter Uh, this is amazing was, was it intentional no this is amazing because i think uh, this is the first time even i'm hearing about it mm-hmm. i am literally looking at it right now to mm-hmm. see if that was the case yeah but um, but no to be very honest it wasn't it wasn't intentional to kind of um, make the complexity of each uh, unit mm. more complex <laughs> yeah it, that wasn't that wasn't the idea okay um in fact i so as the story in, evolves and yeah. it is getting complex and there are lot more characters introduced lot yeah. more things happening in parallel so i thought it was uh, a process of i wish i could say yes yeah. but no that's not that Maybe that was the case it this way then <laughs> yeah sure cool so that's that's pretty uh, straightforward yeah it yeah. wasn't i think it also because i um i didn't take each episode 
as I didn't work on the ep- first episode and then the second episode, then the third episode. Mm-hmm. We kind of worked. Uh, we kind. I was kind of working on all of them together, mm-hmm. and I would finish probably the fourth episode first, and then I would work on Atapi Batapi after that, and then I would work on Sarama after that. Mm-hmm. So I was not working in um, ascending order. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Again, moving on to the next question, which like were you part of uh, finalizing the typeface also? Yeah. Okay. So in that context, uh, like, was it a custom typeface? Oh no, it, uh, it wasn't a custom. Typeface. So how did you pick the typeface uh, because it should match the Mandala concept also? Yeah. And so what are the characters uh, like characteristics of that particular font face or typeface which you picked? So and which one was that for? So there, there are two two typefaces that were used in it. Uh, first was uh, one of them is uh, the main Sacred Games car typography, which was uh, Saunder Sans. It's so that typeface. If you see, it's got uh, it's slightly like rough and rounded around the edges. Mm-hmm. It's got like um, a slight brush stroke feel, which you can't see. From a, a distance, but if you like observe it a little closer, it's got that little bit of rough hmm. uh, texture hmm. treatment to it. So that was going to work well because uh, rather that worked well because uh, we kind of had an idea of how the VFX treatment was going to be. Okay. So we were looking for something like that, and also wanted the typeface to be a little bold hmm. because that's where you when you mentioned about how will it be translated to print and billboards and those things. Hmm. Hmm. So. And it's a it's a clean sans serif font, which is kind of what we wanted for hmm. at least the main sacred games type unit. Hmm. So it was bold, it was clean, it had the weight, it was thick, so it worked really well. And even the monogram of the S and G, that uh, interlocking S and G unit, uska line weight is also quite thick, so it supported that, hmm. which was the main thing we wanted. Um, the typeface of Sacred Games to support that uh, interlocking SNG unit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So they were both thick. So that complemented each other. Correct. Whereas for the episode titles, went with a much cleaner. Uh, there's a font called Antwerp. So it's a much cleaner serif font. Mm. It's really beautiful, and I feel like that supported each episode title con- construction. The Mandalas very well because mm. those were also like. Rather, like the treatment of it was much finer. It was more intricate. It was slightly delicate in parts. Hmm. So maybe ha- it had to balance with the thin strokes. Ha, of the exactly. Well. Yeah. So there, a nice serif, uh, classic serif typeface worked very well. Hmm. And like everything was uh, picked by you. Yeah. Oh, very, yeah. <laughs> very interesting. Just slightly changing tracks here. What was it working like with the team? Uh, you mentioned a couple of names and uh, yeah. Varun Grover, Aditya, Anurag Kashyap. So actually, the funny thing is, I I never actually met um, Varun Grover, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I never actually met uh, Anurag Kashyap either. Oh, okay. So we had one meeting with the Phantom Films guys. It was uh, with Vikram Aditya Motwani. Mm-hmm. So we met him first. They kind of. Uh, That was more like we were just discussing title sequences in general. Hmm. So everyone was just kind of like talking about their love for title sequences, and we looked at a couple of title sequences. Just it was more like an appreciation sort of meeting where we were looking at different title sequences and being like, okay, this is what I like about this, and this is what I like about that. Hmm. And this was like the very first meeting in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And then we kind of understood uh, where they were coming from, and then after that, it was just a 
smooth sail from there on i didn't meet them after that okay but what was vikram's take on this uh, overall like he wanted to be edgy he wanted to be smooth he wanted to be what was like the the keywords which you picked up so for me a rather classic was one of the main things okay hmm. it was like a, it needed to be like almost like a very classic uh, unit hmm. wanted to be indianized but not too indianized as well hmm. but for me i think it was like to kind of bring out this sort of suspense and thriller aspect into it which is kind of like there's like this kind of double layer of information hmm. to it hmm. where you you see it at first but it takes like a deeper meaning for you to kind of understand what exactly it is like even when i told you about the sartaj and gaitonde hmm. uh part of it so that's not that's like not the first layer of information if you kind of like dig a few layers deeper then you kind of it would hit you after that it's almost like an easter egg that hmm. you know you later realize oh okay that is also there you know so so it was about that it was kind of like keeping this whole suspense theme intact and like kind of having that translate through a visual language and like a graphic system mm-hmm. that supports what the show is about mm. that was uh, i think the main thing to crack wow uh <laughs> and which is your favorite among the eight episodes man it's such a hard one yeah <laughs> but i think i think i have i think i have two favorites mhm one of them is uh, hala hala mhm and uh, the other one is rudra which is the last episode okay okay so i just feel like the the graphic unit in the center and the sort of uh, geometric construction of the mandala around it they support each other really well mm-hmm. i'm just talking about literally in terms of the form construction and the balance like yeah, yeah. i i like how those units look mm-hmm. yeah wow i'll put them on my website done, yeah. done. <laughs> Uh, so Anirudh, the, just this is more towards the post-production part of it because mm-hmm. uh, I have personally, even I'm a designer, so I yeah. deal with graphics sometimes. Uh, so after doing these episodes, what was the role uh, during? What was your role particularly while doing the post-production? I mean, I want to understand because there are like you must have done Illustrator or like static yes. uh, images, right? Yeah. Uh, so were you involved in having some sort of a presentation while? the episode is running like the movement especially the lateral view of it the yeah. the different perspectives in which the same artwork is rendered got it yeah the kind of uh, shin which yeah. goes through it and all those things so were you part of that and so i think that's where uh, that's where the collaborative aspect also like really came through because um, i i worked on illustrator of course and uh, once my static sort of um, pieces were finished and completed hmm. we um, I then handed it over to the Plexus team mm. and who are like brilliant at what they do. Mm. Incredible work. So I we kind of already had an idea of what uh, because of we we were working together on it for like 2 weeks where they would come to my studio and we would sit together and construct it. Mm. So even while I was making this we were, we were all sitting together as a team three of us and we would construct it the vector part of it on mm. illustrator the static uh, 2d pieces so kind of we had an idea because of all the conversations that we were having while we were doing working on the static pieces and um, my involvement in the vfx part was was really not that much because that was all them mm. um, taking it into uh, after effects for example and like or cinema 4d and like converting it into like 3d pieces adding that shine on it adding like the finer touches and just giving it that sort of finesse hmm. to like to convert uh, it into like a complete final 
hmm. piece. So, but that, was there was there any back and forth because it looks different when you are looking at a two D object, but yeah. when it's converted into three D, maybe you wanted to add some more details to bring out the uh, like. So intricacies. they, yeah. so they did. Um, if you see, if you see the title sequence in the in the beginning, there is like this sort of um, sort of this motion gradient paint that kind of comes in and it dissolves. It's there in the beginning. Hmm. So that all came from them. Mm-hmm. So even like the certain colors were added by them. So what I was working on Illustrator had had a gold gradient on the entire thing. So we kind of knew that we want to go with a gold gradient. Hmm. And once we presented only this black and gold unit to the um, Phantom guys, they suggested that we try something with color hmm. to add some sort of color in it. So that so adding that color when I try to take it on Illustrator and try to add that color, suddenly it was losing that whole uh, finish to it. Like it hmm. wasn't looking as sexy classy, yeah. and classy yeah. as it was with just that black and gold. Hmm. So it wasn't working too well. So. Uh, we decided to like not add the color on Illustrator because it was definitely losing its um, its charm, hmm. and and then there were like certain parts which where the coloring was done on post, hmm. so that definitely added a lot more value to it. Mm-hmm. I think the color is only for the main secret games where exactly in the intro, like yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think uh, I have one last question on this note. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what were your biggest learnings while working on this project? So. I mean, uh, even though this was probably one of the projects uh, that I worked on, which is like so widely uh, appreciated and like, um, I mean, of course, it's seen by a lot of people. So it reached a much, much larger audience. Hmm. But for me, it's like still the same as working on a small project because like my approach towards something like this, even though it's a very huge platform, is the same as like me working on a small album artwork that will be seen by a few hundred people. Hmm. So for me approaching whatever no matter how big the project is i kind of approach it the same way Mm. the learnings definitely came after Mm. because there were so many so many interviews and so many things that happened that were followed by this Mm. and certainly helped me reach a lot of people but yeah i think the learnings are learnings are always the same which Mm. is uh it's the same whether i do like a large project or a small project it's so yeah I hope you are paid well for this. Yeah. <laughs> Let's not talk about that. <laughs> cool. Uh, on that note, I would like to conclude this episode, but yeah. just quick few questions. Uh, will you be working on the sacred games part two? So, I mean, I am hoping so. There's no, there's no, um, there's nothing which is completely confirmed on email yet, but, but yeah, I think, uh, I, Okay. I assume that I will be. Oh, wow. Nice. Yeah. So all the best for that. Thanks. So and much. really looking forward for the next set of uh, title sequences. Amazing. We, we'll probably do this again after that. Sure, then. sure. Definitely. <laughs> and if people have to follow your work, collaborate or simply connect with you, Instagram is one place, but any other yeah. place. Uh, so uh, usually Instagram is one place. Uh, my Instagram handle is the big fat minimalist. Hmm. And um, my website is studiobigfat.com. Hmm. So you can uh, probably shoot me an email there or sure. slide into my DM. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. I want to cover this part of it, like the big fat minimalist, what kind of work they do. But I think that will be yeah. a separate episode. Great. Yeah. Uh, okay. On that note, uh, it uh, we like. I really thank you for giving Thanks, your time. Man. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Okay. That's it. Thank you. Cheers, guys. That was Anirudh Mehta from the studio big fat that's right and uh, <laughs> do check out secret games <laughs> amazing thanks guys thanks
And that's it from today's Gyan session. Catch us on iTunes, Savan, Stitcher, or any podcasting app you use. Do rate us on iTunes and follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Stay tuned for more Gyan on AudioGyan.com. Till then, bye. Hello, it's been a great week on the IVM Podcast Network. On this round is on me. Gauri is joined by Shweta Nanda. They talk about the financial independence and how it is to be a woman entrepreneur. On Anish Singh, Anish welcomes ultra marathon runner Shivani Gharat. Shivani shares her journey of how she ran her first marathon, the mindset of a runner, and what it actually takes to run a full marathon. On Cock and Bull, Cyrus, Naveen, Akash, and Shreyas talk about the Korean band BTS serving in the military and its repercussions. On Think Fast, Varun and Suchita discuss Wing Greens and their latest acquisitions, and about the Indian sexual wellness market. And on Shuni One, Sheila Dutta is joined by Dinika Bhatia, CEO and founder of Nutty Gritties. They talk about coming from a business family and Dinika's journey in creating healthy and guilt-free snacking. Once again, don't forget to visit our merch store on ivmpodcasts.com. We have some exciting new merch out there for you. Also, do follow us on social media. We are IVM Podcasts on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. And do remember to spread the word about these shows and any other shows you might be listening to. Appreciate them, rate them, and review them wherever you are listening to them. You can also check out all our other shows on YouTube.com/slash/IVMPodcasts. And finally, we would like to thank our sponsors this week: Volvo XC40 Recharge, Bumble, Heads Up for Tails, Kotak Privy League Program, and HDFC Mutual Fund. Thanks, guys. Without you, this would not be possible. Do you often find yourself surrounded by conversations about Web three, blockchain, NFTs, DAOs? What are these terms, and how do they affect our future on the internet? So many questions, but don't worry, we've got answers to all your questions. Hi, I'm Eklavya Bhattacharya, and on our show, Future Proofing, we try to decode the impact of these future technologies on various industries with experts and tech enthusiasts. Tune into new episodes coming out every Thursday on the IVM Podcast app and the website, or wherever you get your podcasts from.